1: Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast, I'm your host Chris Gallagher and I'm joined as always by finger licking Louie McCaffrey. Because I'm eating Bombay mix, but yes,
2: uh, I am here, uh,
1: I have a hat on just like you do. I also have a hat on, uh, returning, uh, the G-Man, G- G- McGinty, M- M- no Ginty? Ginty, Ginty, Hard G, Hard R- G. R- R- G I'm like to believe. Um, and rocking a, a fantastic hat himself, Kieran Hattie looks great in it, Kieran.
3: As always. As always.
1: Uh, good stuff guys, um, I, as we say, good to have you back. Keith, we'll call you Keith, because that's your name. Um, good to have you back. Um, so we've got some stuff to talk about. A few things happened today, for example. Um, you're looking confusedly. You? <laughs> the sun came out. Um, John Collins made it clear oh, that he is not staying on at Celtic, he'll be leaving with the management team. Uh, I don't think there's any official word on Kennedy yet, is there? No, th- doesn't seem to be any word on whether Kennedy will stay no, or not. No, he just said that he came with Dylan so believe in Diala. Yeah, Kennedy was already part of the setup, so th- there might be a chance of Kennedy to say, "Okay, I want to ask you. I want to ask you this." And you know, I put a tweet out earlier on, and it was just asking why there's so much hatred for John Collins. Um, and to be honest, I just what your opinions are of him. Is um, that with you, Keith? What are your thoughts on John Collins and you know him leaving? You know, is the right thing?
4: Um, I don't have much of a problem with John Collins. Um the, other, the only thing I would say is that whenever he's been speaking to the media he, this year, he's not quite been singing for the same hymn sheet as Dialla. Yeah. kind of got them in a wee bit of bother with some of his stuff, but I think it all. All the stuff with the ego stems from the story about when he went to the Hibs at first. Yeah. He took the tap off, got the, the gun show out and showed the six-pack and told
1: every day that's what they aspire to. And fair play. The guy, I think, he, obviously he's in his, in his 40s and he, he does look like he could, you know, play. Still, obviously he's not good enough to play probably, but he looks like he's fit enough to certainly play and the, the whole thing with the Hibs thing was uh, obviously Scott Brown was captain of Hibs then and... You know, there's again nothing totally confirmed, but there's rumours that he started a bit of a revolt. Him and Kevin Thompson started a bit of a revolt against John Collins. They went to see Petrie about. They went that? to see Petrie. Um, so, I mean, you know, must tension must have been quite high when when he, when he first arrived. What were you? Lee? What are your kind of thoughts on, on JC?
2: Well, for for me, I mean, I I know Collins more as a as a manager, I suppose, than what I do a player because just because of my age. But
1: um, he was a great player, just so you're aware.
2: Yeah, no, obviously, I've I've obviously seen stuff since, but um, I think I don't have any ill feeling towards him at all. I mean, obviously, the whole dressing room thing at Hibs is uh, quite interesting, but just a a modern football manager—that's what you want. You know, you don't yeah. want a fatty. You want somebody that's. Uh, you know, practising what they preach.
1: Uh, just so you know, the 90 minutes and the do not uh, lay claims to what Liam McCaffrey's saying. They're entirely of his own opinions. Kieran, what, um, you know the whole idea about maybe Dyla and Collins not having a sort of united front in terms of saying stuff in Europe. you think that that's... Do you think there's a bad... Perce- do you think there's a perception of him that he maybe wasn't fully on board with Dyla as well? Well,
3: right? on the way it's going it looks like it because... He's meant to be his assistant, so the two of them are meant to be like one of a kind. They're meant to be okay, not agreeing absolutely with him, but they should still have the same philosophy of what they want to get the team playing. Um excuse me, sorry. I think I think one of the bigger thing we possibly with Collins and the fans is that European night when Col- Collins came off and the two of them had a ding dong and then the the bench.
1: Yeah.
3: Most of the fans will probably back Collins. Oh, yeah, Collins has been I here think, for a while. Yeah. Um and they all love Collins, so that might be stemming from the kind of hatred towards Collins, but there's also the the stuff that happened in Hibs. I mean, that's a bit of a that paints a, a kind of different picture of him. So you're thinking if he did that at Hibs, then there's a good chance it's been happening at Celtic, which it could explain why there's a bit of a kind of it just doesn't seem to be working properly between the players and Diala. Maybe I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like to think Collins is undermining Diala. No, not necessarily is, is it not more about how he left the club when he was a player?
2: And, you know... It's, uh,
1: yeah, a lot of people have been... See, he was one of the first... I think he was the first UK bossman, um And people, you know, were saying Celtic need money at that time. And uh, he kind of screwed the club over. But see, ultimately, you know, he was... Tw- I think he was 28, 27, 28. He, that probably set... I mean, he went to Monaco, so he's probably tax-free. That's probably set him up for his life. I don't blame John Collins for leaving. These players... And that's the thing... I, these players are employees as much as anything, and they don't owe anybody anything. We're seen it more nowadays, anyway. Ah, exactly. they
3: stone to the Premiership at the minute. They get a good year, a good year under their belt, then bang. I'll get you a good fee, but I'm going down there for the riches.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you were in a job and you had the opportunity to leave, um, to, <laughs> to go to a better job, you you take it's it. Just, it's called
3: development. Yeah, you're in your job. You wanted to develop. You want to progress. and You. You want to move up the ladder?
1: Um, so I put out a tweet, um, didn't get too many responses because it was from my personal one and nobody likes me. Um, Chris uh, Chris Lynch, 2601, he tweeted me, because uh, I just put out a tweet saying, why do people hate John Collins so much? Because genuinely I'm interested. Um, his response was, seems to be self-important in his role as assistant manager, seemed to cause some issues in the dressing room. Uh, again though, that's unconfirmed. Well, you know, we, we, that's all hearsay. Um, I get where Chris is coming from, but did he? We, we don't know. Um, and, and, and the thing is,
2: one thing about John Collins, that he, he, he's quite uh, quite happy to give his opinion. And I, I don't see that as a bad thing. Beep. If everybody agreed in life, the place would be born. I mean, the fact that he is willing that's to come most, out. That's
1: one of the most old sort of women thing. Listen, if everybody agreed. You is know. it not true? No. <laughs> no
2: exactly so if i i think the fact that he can speak his mind and you know like when he came out and said that the standard of scottish football the the, the players at celtic are playing against isn't testing them as much as other leagues or other teams are being tested in their domestic competitions it was it was more or less spot on it was just people Took it the wrong way and took offence to the fact that he wasn't just giving you the usual bland answers. That he was actually putting a bit of his own personal opinion into it. I don't have a problem with that, but obviously to some people
4: it does rub them up the wrong way, you know. But he was, given, he was playing it in the media's hand there, giving them a, a stick to beat us with by saying that. Also, getting all the other teams their their back up a wee bit. But he, as a Celtic fan, you said I seen him after the the second goal yesterday. Um, he did that giddy wee skip in the the,
1: the touchline there. It was uh, it was quite yeah, joyous. I think, I think he cares, and I, I just find that maybe people people perceive him as arrogant, um, and maybe maybe he is I don't know I don't know him personally, but I I I th- I, I, I think it's confidence. I don't necessarily think it's arrogant. You know, there's a thin line between arrogance and confidence, right? But I don't understand. And by the way, maybe I'm being romantic because I love them so much as a player. Um, those goals at Ibrooks, that free kick. With the Predators. Oh, the Predators. Always the, we always mention the Predators. Um, but, no, a phenomenal footballer. And then, obviously, he, he captained Monaco in the Champions League. And, you know, I think Juventus put them out in 1995, 96 season. They got to the semis, Terry. on we come on this, of people. European football, the who cares? Played <laughs> the film
4: well, he played with Fulham as well, didn't he? He played
1: with Fulham. He played for Everton as well. That's right.
2: And if you look at it on paper, his appointment as a as assistant for Ronnie Dyler, a guy who... You know, first time abroad managing, first time at Celtic, no connection to the club. On paper, he had a lot of attributes that you would it would be hard to argue
1: against. I don't think there would have been too many people who would have turned around and went, Oh that can't believe we got Collins as assistant. I think most people would have went, Eh, okay. I've never seen an assistant uh, manager being so maligned. Like it, the people like People seem to like dial more than they like guns. Uh, Kieran, let me ask you this: If you were a manager, football manager, you take over Paul, you build your way up, you're a league club league manager, you get to you get to a, you know a motherwell, um, you're 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 get going to Brandberg and come in for you. Would you take an assistant from Norway who knew the game, or would you take your own guy over? Well, me probably.
3: I'm just, going, I'm just, I'm going to run the answer and say I would like both. I would actually, I would like to have somebody with a bit of inside knowledge in the club and the country because it's a country I, I don't really know the whole culture of it. So if you're going there, so for the Christian thing,
1: then, ah, exactly, probably would be Christian.
3: <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um But you'd, you'd, you'd you would want to take somebody you've known that if, you, if you've kind of built up through, through different teams, he have been your assistant, you have been side by side, you've got the kind of same ideas. are we pal. Yeah, I'll be pal. Someone just to give you advice. Because you can have, I mean, you have an assistant coach and you can have um, a first team coach, an assistant manager, first team coach. So one could be the person you've had, and one could be someone who's from the club, who's got a bit of knowledge, of the club knows what it like to, 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 to uh, play. And my is a club, so you you want a bit of both. Yeah,
1: I agree, and that's what Mourinho had when he was at Chelsea. Because Mourinho, uh, Steve Clark, um, he kept Steve Clark on, and he made his assistant. I can't remember the name of his assistant, but his assistant at Porto became his first team coach. At Chelsea, and Steve Clark became his assistant. So, like you're saying, there mix of well, another
3: examples. example is um, Man City. Pellegrini's got his assistant, but he's also a Brian Kidd.
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, it it's it's a smart way of doing it. Um, it will be interesting, though, to see if
2: uh, John Kennedy stays because even he, during that season, there was times, but obviously the, the the European games, especially when we were so defensively poor, a lot of people were saying, you know. what is is Kennedy doing? Is he really the right man? Is he really having much of an effect? Because you would think he'd obviously be primarily responsible for defence in terms of training and things. Whether it's as clear cut as that, we don't
4: know, but we'll be interested to see if the club keep him, but I think you should, personally. Is he the link between the development squad and the first team? Because he Mm. was at the... went he one of the development squad games and Christie scored and Kennedy was sitting in the stand what Steve game was, was it was it oh, Stevie Field no he was sitting in the stand as well taking notes it was against Kilmarnock it was done at Rugby Park um, and Kennedy was there taking notes at the he, he does a lot of the scouting
2: before games as well Kennedy um, he goes and watches the team
1: we've not actually asked you because we'll, we'll obviously we'll, ta- we'll touch on yesterday's game we'll touch on a few other things but we'll bring you into the fold in terms of the manager Keith because what are your thoughts who do you think it will be and who do you want? I don't know who it will be. I, I, at
4: first I, was, I fancied Brendan Rogers mostly. but um, Our WhatsApp
1: group talked you out of that, probably. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it did, indeed I. Um, but I'm thinking... I think we're needing a wee bit more st- stability to start with and then build into a more attacking, interesting side to watch. But just now we're too shaky at the back, so I don't know whether Moyes would the right guy. You because you talk about he's boring football to start with, but he's solid. His teams are solid. They're well drilled. I don't know whether he'd be better to do that. Whereas Brendan Rodgers' sides tend to be more attacking.
1: Yeah. Um. So you Moyes is you think would bring a bit of stability to the to the club now? I think I need to shore up the defence. I mean we really need a bit of
4: a spine in, this, in the squad.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we, funnily enough, we were talking about this, I, I don't know if it was me and you, Kieran the other week, um, or me yourself, you know, Lennon's teams, obviously we'll talk about it and come to Neil Lennon, but Lennon's teams had that really, really good spine. You know, you had Foster, you had uh, even Kelvin Wilson was outstanding, uh, Joe Ledley as well was there, uh, Wanyama and uh, Gary Hooper. I mean, you had, um, you know, a defined spine, which is something we miss, and I, I, you know, one of the main reasons we miss it is because there is so much chopping and changing. Because as soon as that team came out yesterday, um, nice segue yesterday. Um, as soon as that, as soon as that team came out yesterday, um, you know, Colin Chasm Richards, who probably had one of his best games the last time he played, um, not even in the squad. So, yeah, I just I find I find sometimes find Dialers' team selections like we all do, just a bit. Bit odd in that he goes from one extreme to the other. He's,
3: he's got too many players, but to keep happy.
1: But yeah, and I think he, yeah. I think he's at a
3: stage where he doesn't want a lot of unrest in the dressing room, and I think he tries to appease so many people by giving them games here and there and everywhere. Um, Pappy Commons, he seems to be really pissing Commons off now because that's Commons barely been playing now. That's been what he <coughs> wasn't even in the squad again. Well, maybe in the squad, he wasn't in the bench yesterday. Previous to that, he'd been in the bench for about eight games, and I think he got five minutes again Sunday and then 15 minutes, and that was it. Out of the last eight games, he's in all those games, he just sat on the, uh, the bench. Didn't he warm up? Nothing.
1: Never does that. He just sat on the bench, watched the game. I think, you know, um, Collins, you know, we, we've, made, we've made it clear that I think Collins, I don't know all of his individually. Personally, I think Collins, is, he's had his time. He's, he's been a good servant. He's been a good player. He, he has impressed. He has abilities and he has qualities. But his time's up with Parkhead. If, if he's keeping if he's keeping, for example, Christie out of the team next season what's the point of buying Christie? Do you know what I mean? Anyway, t- t- actually what Commons, yes or no? No,
4: I think it's the, the course of the play of the, the season. Um we're better getting rid of the graphics than now. 'Cause um Charlie McGrew, who's played a season then went Gosh yeah, up Commons play of the season then just totally lost it. What the what happened, to, I, <laughs> what happened to Higginbotham? what at Murlough? never heard of him again. So
1: Higginbotham is at Callum Higginbotham. Is it Callum Higginbotham? He's it. Oh, it wasn't it Higginbotham. It was fe, a Motherwell
3: guy. Wasn't it Higginbotham? It was big lad up
1: front. Higginbotham's the boy who was at Thistle when he to No, Higginbotham's the boy who went to he went to PS not PSV. He went to, he went to Holland. Remember, he scored the uh, scored something like twenty eight thirty goals for for Mother when he went to Holland. You were thinking of the guy who went from Partick Thistle to Monarch. Higginbotham's in Higginbotham. Sorry, hanging uh, it is. <laughs> what? what is this yeah, th- this is another guy. What's, what was his name again? Okay, Keith, googling Feel free it. free to
2: press fast forward. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, yesterday's game, Kieran, you were at it. It was uh, kind of your, your thoughts. It was
3: just, <clears throat> it was just like it was been throughout the season. First half, I thought was very good. I thought we, um, Patrick Roberts was fantastic. Yeah. just so direct. I mean, that goal, it was just kind of all about. What's the answer?
1: It is Michael Higdon. <laughs> so oh, sorry.
3: aye. So, I yeah. was right about who I'm talking about. Used to just over have a clue. Aye,
1: that's right. It yeah. starts with an H. It starts with an H. Um, sorry, Kim. Um, yeah,
3: Patrick Roberts, I mean, the, the goal was fantastic. I mean, I actually thought he was kind of going too far because I was right kind of behind at the other side. And then he just let it rip and I was like... Pfft. The
1: first goal? Aye, ah, yeah, was
3: like, nice. Um, I think a lot, a lot to do with the fact that we were kind of keeping the ball and pressing f- high up kind of stifled Aberdeen because they didn't really perform in the first half. No, they, they weren't were. in the game at all. Um
1: they had a good chance right at the beginning. At the very beginning, the ball came into the box and <sighs> it was Johnny Hayes, I think. Johnny Hayes and, and Oh in the
3: beginning he kinda of miss hit yeah, he's, he's unmarked. Um it looked like he kinda of went with his outside his right foot Yeah, he could have actually take. he actually could have taken a chest down and finished it or even headed it.
1: Craig on would have saved the We got the two goals and
3: then we got the third goal and it, seemed to be, I don't know if complacency got in, got in the way. I think Effie Ambrose got in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was about to get that. I think it is. Poor Effie, when he came on, within about five minutes, he was about to clear the ball and kind of get f- trapped down and a mistake. The boy ran away the ball. Thankfully, he made amends a little bit and pushed him wide. sort not the chance. But from then on, it seems as if just a nervousness just creeped through, crept through the whole the whole team. They thought uh-oh, if he's here, yep. we're going to have to be careful of him, and the, the, the level just kind of dipped, people were just not looking for the ball, um, every time, again, quite a few times, Roberts, the ball was outlay, it was to him, but he would just go to the ball, nobody would actually kind of come near him to help him out, or no one would make anything, I mean, there was a couple of times when Roberts was running in the wing, the rest of the players are just kind of Moving forward, like Griffiths is just going forward, and uh, Armstrong. But no support, have, no No runs. Nobody was actually trying to kind of make a dart and run, try and lose a defender. They were just kind of like, Look, "We'll get to the box." Um, and there's a few times, Roberts had went, went too far, we loses the ball, and the fans kind of uproot. But at the end of the day, well, he's nothing else to do, yeah, because there wasn't enough enough support. But the second half, kind of, they uh, kind of dipped down, and then when they get the kind of goals back, and you're thinking
1: here we go um Liam mccaffrey uh the question i will ask you is
2: ask me my question i'll give you an answer
1: that that sort of game and a lot of people have said that i'm not the first to say it, but that game sort of defined dial reign, if you will uh it reminded me in a lot of ways of the malmo game we were three one up against malmo and then obviously the scores the goal that Kills the tie, frankly. Even though it was only the first leg, uh, but yeah, the, is that a fair assessment that you know everything we did well in the first half we didn't do in the second half?
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think the first half, first half we 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 did really play well, but then to to be fair, as Kieran said, Aberdeen really didn't. I mean, they weren't even pressing us. They they really weren't interested in kind of latter parts of that first half. Um, and and we seemed. I, I thought the pe- the pre- the pressing from us at times was very good. I thought the passing as a whole team was crisp and sharp. Uh, we weren't dwelling on the ball uh, as we often do, um, which is really annoying. Um, but the passing was brilliant, um, and I think the the energy you get from from McGregor in the in the middle of the pitch compared to compared to Scott Brown who fought for weeks now for whether whether he is injured or not um or whether that was just a kind of excuse for some bad performances but i mean he's been he's been a yard two yards off the pace he, he's chasing shadows half the time whereas McGregor he gave us such more such a lot more mobility and the chance to you know if Aberdeen did have the ball, as soon as we won the ball back, we had options. We had runners. we had, we, we could very quickly turn kind of defence into attack, which is which is brilliant and something we've been missing. Um, and I, I mean, I, I've been really impressed. by McGregor this year, I definitely think he is one for the whoever the new manager is has to seriously consider him being in that team every week. But as you to go back to the point, first half. You know, if you take that as 45 minutes, 40 minutes of a game, really good performance. Then second half, started it well enough, and then it seemed to be more of a mental thing. Again, there is a weakness in there that, you know, you lose a goal... um, you know, sudden, suddenly you've got a a major issue and we can't dominate the game as we did. I mean, there was no reason why Celtic should, I mean, obviously Aberdeen were going to come out and raise a game a bit, but if Celtic were they in, had to. Of course, but if Celtic were intelligent, intelligent football players understanding the position they were in the game, the time of the game you play with a bit of extra intelligence, a bit of smartness you don't need to go gung-ho, you control the game and you see the game out and and but yet we, and yet fair enough we won the game but i i, I was i was relieved at the end of the yeah. game that it was over and that's not how those fans in the stadium should have been thinking
1: but see you make a good point and i do agree with you but i can i would also add you can't um you can't prepare for individual errors and i think that's one of christians main sort of defenses of dial in terms of Ambrose. there's nothing you can really do to you know, defend against the fact. Effie Ambrose don't play him then, Chris. I, I, don't don't play him. I mean, I, I don't understand how. I agree. I'm with th- you on that. That,
2: that, that young uh, Keller, the cent- centre yeah. half, he was on the pitch at time with a, with a development team who went unbeaten this year. Mm. Why? Why can he not? Uh, I think he was in a match day squad at some point in this season at Parkhead, although he didn't make the bench, but he trained with them uh, before uh, before the game in the warm up. Why can't a boy like that? be on the bench you don't have to plan to use him if the the situation arose as it did at the weekend throw him in but or as he was gonna do anyway he was clearly gonna bring Yanko on for some minutes put Lushtig at centre half and get Yanko on a bit earlier
1: exactly I mean, wh- good point
2: why 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 does he have to persist if the next manager plays Effie Ambrose he, he should leave <laughs> just leave <laughs> if if you if you've not watched Celtic over the past few seasons and seen where our major issues are and noticed that FA is one of these issues and you continue to play them you need your head checked
1: yeah i agree um oh, he's dropped. he's literally dropped the mic well, f- for a uh
4: Keith what's your take on the game um Kieran was saying the atmosphere was great walking up to the the stadium they had the, the music blaring outside they had uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, clowns, but the clowns outside. Um Christian, Brian. No. I don't big scary ones, like it wow. type things. Wow. On stilts, that's even worse for me. Um, they were outside, they were doing loads of stuff for the kids. So it was a good, fun family atmosphere. And inside, the, the Green Brigade were celebrating 10 years of their first release, uh, as Christian was saying last night. Um, and then the game was on, and we played really well. Johnny Hayes put in that crack and cross. And that's not the first time he's done that against us this season. Yeah, um,
1: Too inconsistent, I think. For aye. A, a guy who works an Aberdeen fan, and he said if Johnny Hayes and Neil again had any sort of consistency, they would either be at you guys, Tony Celtic, or they'd be in the Premiership. But because of that lack of consistency... He stays wide, though, and he whips it
4: in. with an old-fashioned winger. I think. Yeah. Our wide guys um, tend to cut in. One big thing you're talking about, uh, the midfield... Um, the midfield was great. We kept moving for the first, at least half hour, first 40 minutes of the game. Every time we get the ball, we moved it on. We were moving, so it was quite quick. The goals were fantastic. I yeah. Mean, and I had a great view of it, and it, uh, it just absolutely flew in. Fantastic. One thing I would say that we talked about previously was um, Armstrong's not been playing too well. Yeah. He makes some amount of great runs. He was just dancing rings around uh, Shea Logan but nobody was looking for him he was making darting runs in between Logan and the the defender and he kept doing it going back round circles and then he was having to come drop deep pass the ball to him he would get back to the defender at least as if he's not doing anything but the runs were there he was trying to make the
1: because the runs aren't being being, you know no one's finding him with the ball so therefore it makes him look like he's just running around with you know even though he is dragging people out of position and such Um, Um, the second half when Effie came on
4: now Hate to see it, but the place changed whenever Mulgrew went off, and uh, we missed Mulgrew in the second half. Here's the thing: I'm not a Charlie. Chris, Mulgrew. I'd, li- I'd like to hear you
1: say that. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I'm not. A fan, I'm not a fan of Charlie Mulgrew. I don't think he's good enough. But I'm not. Good, I'm not blind enough or ignorant enough to say if someone's not to see someone didn't have a good game when they did have a good game. And he has played better this season. Again, like Mulgrew is like the rest of them. He's he's been a good player. I don't. I don't really rate him to be honest. But he's performed at times when he's had to. But he's very, very um, left sided. Um, he's very limited. He's very he's, limited.
4: He's me. slow, but he's a ball playing defender as well. The we talk about the quarterback pass that he always looks for as well. But yeah. he's com- confident. He's comfortable in the ball, which is something
1: Effie and Boyata most certainly are not. Yeah, um, Boyata especially. Um, Kieran he's a centre half,
3: really. Mulgrew. I think whenever we've seen him play good games, it's, it's always been in mid few, um, centre, centre, half, centre half. So as on the left hand side, because like we said, he's comfortable coming out. The only other person that's comfortable as well with the ball is um, Sviachenko at Times he can be quite comfortable with the ball. He can kind he's of slow forward. He's very, he's very slow. Good I'm a
1: fan
2: <laughs> Obviously, we we've been critical. We have been critical of Mulgrew for. Pretty much since the podcast started, to be honest, it's probably one of the reasons we got started. Yeah, but um, you should have heard the first couple of names we had for this podcast. But we're not, we don't get personal, we do get personal, but it's all in jest. We're not, it's not that we we don't know Charlie Mulgrew as as a man, we are purely judging him, and our opinions are based, I would think, on his footballing ability, and he is. As you say, so limited. When he plays to his strengths, like quite a few of our defenders, when he plays to his strengths, he can be good. And I, I do think since since he's came in uh, over the past few months at centre half, the majority of times he has played well. He still has one or two brain farts during a game, a game. But then most of most of the centre halves do. Yeah. Um, but he has been comfortable in the ball. He's certainly not been the focus, the main focus of our our bad play. He's always Um, injured, he's done. Yeah, it was a shame at the weekend he went off, because first half, he played well. He wasn't really tested defensively very much, to be fair. But in terms of just positionally keeping things organised and calm, he done that, which is which
1: is more than what you would say for a Boyata or an uh, yeah, Ambrose I so. mean that's my point um, you know Charlie Mulgrew as I say has qualities but he's just not good enough for Celtic and he shouldn't be playing for us that, I, I would never make it I don't give a shit about them personally it's no big deal for, I have no interest. But what I find weird is when I criticise Mulgrew on Twitter or Facebook, or the, the Cynic do, and people come out and say, it's a disgrace, why are you criticising Charlie Mulgrew? It's awful, blah, blah, blah. And then you look at the timeline, and it's like, fuck, Stefan Johansson. He's a prick. He's no good. It's like, well, how... Clearly... We're going on opinions then. So how come my opinion's not valid? If I if I have an opinion about a footballer, you you saying oh that's a disgrace? And I think it's the whole he's a Celtic man thing. I think I think people don't like criticising people who support the club. And do you know what? Fair enough, I get it. It's not going to stop us criticising them for for supporting the club um, for 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 not playing well. As I, again, if Commons came on had a fantastic game, scored three goals, I would say fair enough, he's played well. Long term, I don't think either of them should be at the club. Am I wrong, Kieran? Or do, do you agree? Maybe you disagree.
3: Um, with uh, with Commons, yeah, I think there's plenty of midfielders that are really, really good. They're young, coming through, um, and if Commons was to kind of be playing and taking a p- place away from them, then that that's not really how kind of development works. Mulgrew, I think, I think it'd be all right as a as a squad where we um, at centre half. See, as a centre half, you should have four or five. As we I mean, as we've seen here, we've got what, we've got four. No, we've got we've got five and we're struggling to, to play two now. We've got none three or four of them are actually um injured now. So I, I think it's one of the five, Mulgrew, he's got his experience, he knows what it's all about. I think he he could actually sort in as long as he's as long as he's made aware that you're not gonna be in the first eleven, you're there to help help us even help us set of halves, you're there as backup when required. And we're looking at Yozo. If, if our plan is for Yozo and Simovic to be our, our first two next year, we're going to need support. For Yozo is not going to last games. For domestic football, Charlo
2: Mul- Mulgrew is adequate in, in the majority of the games.
1: But here's the thing, though. No, European football he, somebody running at him with pace there's actually good. Um, but see, the thing is, uh, Charlie, as I, I mentioned this last week, Charlie Mulgrew gets placed in the Scotland squad now, and he wants to be playing every week. He won't sit uh-huh. on the bench. So, for his own good, he probably should leave. If uh, Only, I mean, if the guy's... Obviously, if he's playing every week, for for doesn't have to leave. I'd like him to leave, but... Um, frankly, the point is, Charlie Mulgrew wants to play every week every time for Scotland, so he has to play every week. So, therefore, I don't think he'll be happy having a bit part. Uh, Stuart Armstrong, sure, no, I thought Stuart... Um, played really well I thought hair was looking, looking lovely hair was looking terrific who, who won the Twitter poll with the hair I'll bring it up I'll, I'll bring it up, up. Not angle, it? I, what was the I know, thought you wanted percentages I wanted percentages frankly were stats mad Were stats you daft you, 58% 42% that might actually be right
2: by the way you've just given away you know, I was trying to crank up a bit of
3: suspension Mas- yeah. Eric, Eric one. we're still there <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> but no sure I thought played well um you got to assume, and you got to assume, and you got to hope that obviously, when the player, you know, the new manager comes in, it's a blank slate for everybody, and it probably, probably all been, it probably should be, and therefore, just play him through the middle. I don't know, but I mean, I'd say I
3: just don't know if he would getting ahead of. it. I'm struggling with McGregor now, Bit on, and Brown. I mean, there's those four. I don't see him getting ahead of them. I think McGregor. At times you look at McGregor and you can't quite work out where his best position is because he does play so well wherever he's played. When he, if he's playing in the wing, he's very he's very direct. He's very good with the ball at his feet. When he's in midfield, he's very composed. He's very um, can uh, can go with the ball. Um, but as a, I don't know as a number ten, I just don't think he's got that killer pass. So I think he's possibly better either in the wings or in the centre. A, a, a kind of box to box midfielder. When yeah. you've got your defensive midfielder, you have got your one that falls in behind the striker. He's just a link between them to help both of them out. And I think he's got the stamina and the attitude mentally to do that. So I think he is going to be. I think he could be a key player next year. I yeah, agree. agreed. Agreed. Kind of Keith said earlier on.
2: Uh, I don't think he's good enough out wide. I don't like him out wide. To be fair, uh, I, I I think there's better number tens. I don't think he's a number ten. I think he's. Uh, he 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 kind of does what Joe Ledley done well at, at times for Celtic. That you know, it's kind of similar to what Keon saying. He can kind of bust into the box um, and make the kind of late runs beyond be the, the, be the striker, beyond the which which we don't have. And, and he gives you that. I mean, you saw that with with, with the goal that he set up for Lustig. Brilliant to Who? get to who's did Lustig? Yep. What what happened? The old, the old man. Uh, the, the captain. The scape- I, I, it uh, was pretty good. He's we'll we'll only, it, um, only captain for ten minutes. And by the way, there's, a there's a about a, three we'll captains coming up. Um, but he. He gives you that, but I think he also he's he's so good in as I said last week in tight situations. So when you think you look at him, you think that the the opposition player has got so close to him, you're expecting a tackle to come in and he lose the ball. He's great at just nicking the ball away, just getting wee passes off yeah. in tight spaces, and having a player like that, players that can accept the ball in tight situations and 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 keep. Possession in tight situations is something that you need, especially in European football. And I think he needs he needs to learn this game. Obviously, he need, he's he's still got plenty and plenty of room to develop. But I think I definitely think this season he's shown that he should be in that team. And for me, I am waiting for H- Big Hendo to come back. Well, I've got a point.
1: I've got a point on that. So can you can you? Can I just say so? All right, go on.
2: I'm now got a bit of a dilemma in my head because. I would have McGregor in there before Hendel.
4: Keith, you he's you a senior player. He's done well at uh, Notts County. When yeah. he went down there, that's the position he was playing. More central, but uh, central I think about twelve goals in one Some season. Some cracking goals as well. Yeah. I thought he did well in uh, Europe for us. Was it against Ajax
1: at home. Yeah,
4: he that's played right. quite well in that, and it was kind of more the, the holding role as well. So. I'd like to
1: see him get a chance, at least be in the squad. The I first think team. it's an interesting point you bring up about Henderson, because there's a, there could be possibly a lot of parallels because of how well, you know, Henderson, outside looking in, uh, looking at McGregor, thinks to himself, I've been on loan at Hibbs, have a, is it a more a case of out of sight, out of mind, but then he can look well, McGregor came up, Diala didn't obviously you know get to know the squad, where have you been wee man, Notts County, cool comes in, at the, just comes in straight off the bat, he scores what, in all those European games that we played in, uh, against Legia and against um, uh, Maribor and stuff, he he is, uh, could be, is and could be an inspiration to people going out on loan, because so far, I mean how many times have we sent people on loan and they've came back and they've never played again? Very rarely do do we develop people when they go away on loan, like when they come back. So hopefully um, that's what all the big clubs do. They send the players out. Man United have done it for years. Yeah. Um got
3: Chelsea. have with thirty players out on loan.
1: Aye. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, exactly. Um, so the the idea that you know Henderson might look look at McGregor as a bit of an inspiration. That's great. Look at the results of the poll.
2: <laughs> the results of the poll. Um, you'll never guess this. You, you just won't know. Um, Who's her game? Unless is you go on Twitter. <laughs> Or Keon, you just heard Ciaran say it. Um, whose hair game is the strongest between Big Eric or uh, or and Stuart Armstrong? And we had 119 votes, according to my cellular device here. And 54% of people got the question correct. It's Big Eric. He said 58. It's Big Sorry. Eric. But you are wrong. Course. But Big Eric. There was forty six delusional people that said Stuart Armstrong. Have you seen Big It's e- cool? Easy. How is
3: it how is that a right answer? Because I said it's right. That's, what it, that's, it, that's it's right.
1: the point I'm trying yeah. to make. But uh, aye. Um the point I would make is uh calls he puts the wee thing in his head, like it's I don't know, it's like one of those sort of Latani things, hairband things. When he takes it out, it's horrendous. It's a fucking disaster. Aye, because he's just given all. But the point is, in a game,
2: Stuart stu- Armstrong goes off the same way he came on. Hell, perfect, because he's no done nothing. Better football player, better hell. Oh.
1: You can fucking suck it. That's <laughs> what you can do. Uh, Mikael Lustig, defying the odds, uh, defying the critics. Uh, fantastic goal. Well taken. Love that guy.
4: Do you know it was a good job
1: that they, they subbed them because there was a good chance he was going to get red guarded. Ah. I think that's why they didn't put him at centre half. I know. I, I thought his I thought his booking was incredibly harsh. I I, I have no idea. I mean, it was his first tra- challenge. He basically couldn't get out of the way. Um, Bobby Madden was a bit card happy though, wasn't he? He was fucking disaster. Just, I know. He's, everyone knows this. The standard of refereeing in Scottish football is an absolute joke.
3: What was it taking the penalty? shout? What what penalty shoot?
1: Oh, penalty, no, Never no He Couldn't get out of the way. You're talking about the one with Ash Taylor when, he, when it was the handball? No, the one oh. where McGregor
3: not made, made him and, and ran him.
1: I didn't... No, no, no. I don't even think... I, I mean, McGregor I it's called... it's one of the ones where I think he just didn't run at him. Ah, yeah. You can't even uh, get yeah. rid of it. No, I think the replay showed you... No, it nah, wasn't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, ultimately... As I said at the start, and a few people have mentioned that kind of that game, you saw the kind of you know some dialers rain up, um, some fantastic football at times, some nerve jangling moments, and some personal fucking disasters from from individuals. Uh, but yeah, um, obviously we'll do um, over the next couple of weeks. We can look back at the season, and you know when the season's done, and you know pick our player of the year, and you know you know players who kind of stood out. Um, but yeah, I mean, just Michael Lustig the eh? way. Good to see Yanko get uh, yeah. some minutes. So no, it wasn't. And that right back position. No, um, it was good. It's good. It's good that um, you got. A thing. I mean, how many games do we get left? Two, two games. Two games left. Uh, play all the youngsters. And literally no. just play all the youngsters. Do you, I mean, the fact is, Lustig's going to go to the Euros so he can rest up right Get put him in a buddy cotton wool let him you know do his thing play Janko the next couple of games uh, play Christie Joe play Thompson Joe Thompson love to see him get a wee yeah shot. T- technically uh, very good is he
3: for a farewell yeah he was kind of giving it last us yes the way he was going round he was kind of giving it as if greeting apparently I'm um, I yeah, thought yeah, um,
1: Kieran Tierney had some really nice things to say about him in terms of him help developing him and helping him, which is a really nice thing to do. You'd, I mean, you would expect it, but I know there'd be some players who would be like, you know, this is. I'm not going to yeah. give you tips on how to keep my place. Um, he's but again, a, a good servant, a good player. Maybe didn't quite fulfil his potential because of yeah. that. That horrific, and we need to, you know, make it clear how bad that bar- that break was against Aberdeen. It was at Petoji? I think. Uh, so as he probably is away, and uh, fond memories of and, and and good for you, but again, just another guy. It's time we move on. Do you think he'll go to? Uh, no, we can talk about player sort of squad rotation and stuff, and who's going to stay and go in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so, anything else you want to mention about yesterday, just in in general, in there any what other? thing?
3: mentioned is a uh, Baton's performance. It was kind of a bit
1: kind
3: of. Eh. I talked. Uh, <laughs> te- I, was, te- I to te- one of the guys in the work, and he he was saying as was like he just kind of strode about. Then I mean, to me, he just does not look interested anymore. And I think he'll get a real rude awakening when none of these big clubs will come him in for mm-hmm. the summer. I think he's always mentioned when I go down south I want to go for a big team that's challenging up the top all that. Mate, you'll be lucky if you're going to Stoke or Crystal Palace. He'll be like Key, he'll go down, not a big sign in at first, but then he'll start to put uh, his way into the team. Once again I get adjusted to it, but I mean he just it does he does kinda seem as if he's going after him coming out and seeing all this stuff, oh I'm happy just now, I'll seen a long
1: contract, maybe give it another year or so. But. I mean that's the thing. I, I want players who have who are ambitious. I want players because ultimately to get a big move, you have to play well for Celtic. So if you play well for Celtic, for Celtic, obviously that's good for us. And if you get your move after a couple of years, fair enough. I don't like when they kind of are, you know, clock watching almost and just like you know, playing not to the to their the other means.
3: But then you could look at it the fact of maybe he just wants this season over and done with. Like most of us must want just, it's just been such a really, really, bad one. And it's just like, just, just want get them. these games We want, We want the season over. Let's get over I mean with. I, and think I think that's, that's why the fans go. get a wee bit upset when
4: Johansson came on. Because it was as if Dyla was teasing us. He was like sending Alan and Krista up to, to warm up. And they're warming up, getting all ready to go. You're doing a chicken
1: sh- thing there, yeah. and that's weird.
4: Then he's shouting on.
1: No, you didn't? no. You were literally just like D- you were chicken. doing chicken tonight, <laughs> right?
4: <Funky> chicken. <laughs> um, then he was shouting on um, Johansson to come down. So everybody's getting a wee glimpse we wee beauty. We're going to see Christie coming on, or Scott Allen, who's phenomenal. Roguish didn't do much yesterday, did he? Like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired, I believe is the
1: phrase that had youngsters. And used. there
3: wasn't there uh, there wasn't a lot of, a lot of booze for Johansson, which I thought there was, and I'm actually gonna pin it on Martin's section because. It was that corner. Fucking when Martin, Martin, I heard it, that, I Martin
2: Martin, I think that Martin you're it. putting a lot in Martin
1: <laughs> There <laughs> was an accent. Aye, boo, Ken, boo. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think I think I don't know why you'd, you'd boo a guy on the, the day we're winning the league. Johansson's actually improved in the last couple of you know last month or two as well. He's not as culpable as a lot of them there, frankly. So, would you keep Johansson, Keith? Aye, I'd probably keep him. I see on going. I don't know. It depends who's coming in, how he's going to fit into this. Let me ask you this. Uh, bit on leaves, we make money from it. Are you as upset as you would have been when you know, maybe when Yam or Ledley or someone left or is it a case of, thanks, take the money, off you pop.
4: No, I'm kind of used to players going, now, I'm not getting the, the
1: attachment anymore. That's you, that's no, they're more. just going to leave us. That's, that's my issues that I've got with it. It's modern baseball, am I right? Um, Louis, um, Johansson, would you keep him? Yes, I would. Yeah. Um
2: I think he's. I think there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of deadwood. He's only, only twenty six as well. He's yeah. Not, he, there's a lot of deadwood, but he is is reaching the peak of his career, and I think, kind of age-wise, I feel like, and I think in terms of the young players, I would hope. It's certainly, I, I hope that we add, get rid of the deadwood, add a few bits of quality in the spine of the team, but have. A lot of youngsters, the likes of McGregor and Henderson getting an opportunity to be proper first team, you know, squad players, whether they're in the the start of 11 every week, maybe not, but I would like to have Johansson there because he he, he does... he can be the guy who who presses and and really does i mean he does it better than anybody else he's got a lot of energy um or he can be that kind of snarly kind of getting getting the tackles in type kind of it can, rough, be, quite, rough, it can, it can be quite snidey sometimes it yeah, can be quite rough um as well but again a, a good engine in him i think he could be good for the squad next year um a player that you could he could have more of a leadership role i think as opposed to maybe someone like scott brown who football-wise he's past it okay he's he's still the captain of the club and all that i would rather i would rather kind of move him on and have a new kind of older guard at the at the at the club someone of maybe yeah.
3: johansson that he would fit into that profile but for it'd me. be a brave man to do that and act scott brown Oh, I yeah, was a brave captain, manager. He's, he's only 30-31. I don't want a Some manager. Fashion. I don't only want 30. a
2: manager who's just gonna be. You need to be Ah, yes, man. It's somebody who's got to have a pair of cojones. See. cajones. Cajones. See, 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 cajones. And actually,
1: I love this character.
2: Let's keep this actually guy going. bring him back next week. Dominate that dressing room and say, no, this is what I want. This is the way I am playing the game. And and if because otherwise we might as well just keep Tyler.
3: But a lot's got to go out before something comes in, and
2: that's the Exactly. Problem. But everybody can see that. I mean, Dial has even admitted it himself, that there, there is going to be a lot of recycling of the squad next year, a lot of players moving on. So everybody can see it. P- please let's not have the next manager come in and tell us, no, this squad is great, which is what Neil Lennon said when he was trying to get the job days after Dial announced he was leaving. He's, he's in the paper, quote... Haven't been quoted saying, "I don't think the squad
1: needs major overhaul. It just needs a couple of additions." Which again is that just, is madness. It's just a backhanded sort of snidey way of getting trying get into the job, trying try to, to say it, what the board want you to I, say. He's trying. Yeah, he's auditioning for a job almost in a, in a way. Uh, something that annoyed me, and I'm sure it annoyed uh, Hargie, Um Dial is quoted today saying that Scott Allen uh, didn't his style didn't fit into. How Diala wanted to play football, and wants to play football, but he's a really good guy. He's a really he's, he's developed quite a lot, even though he's not been playing, and uh, he's got an opportunity under the next guy. Why buy him? Because you know you know the position, you know what he played, you know how he played. Why buy him? Was he seemed
4: him? to be the one that was going to be the the link with
1: the the two
4: wide players and the striker. The two wide players tend to cut in, make the darting runs in towards the goals. You'd have thought. Scott Allen would be able to pick the pass. He's got I am biased. I think he's fantastic. I, I think I'm a fan he, too. His weight of passes is, is what I like about him. And he plays the ball in behind strikers so that people are running onto it. That's what I want to see from my number ten. But it's a strange one that Dyler doesn't see that either. Um maybe he's just got something against people with what's his, what's
1: his problem he's got? Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> That's <what that> is. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a an anti diabetic.
3: But does that does this not maybe feed towards the fact of we don't really know who's doing the signings? This this clearly smells of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> the
1: fuck smells, this smells smell it's, 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 it's,
3: it's reeking of a boat signing rather than a manager signing. If I, if he doesn't fit the style or the um formation, then why the dial bring him in? I why guess, did, you why know did Dyer bring him in for his formation? Dyer knows the formation is to be played. He knows what players he needs. Then all of a sudden, he's now at the end of the season coming out saying, Oh, a Scotland that doesn't fit my formation. Well, hold on a minute. He signed him, so
1: At the same time, though, there's a difference between watching a guy in scout reports and then seeing him one on one in training. Maybe but, he I, th- but how can it go
3: so spectacularly wrong?
1: It can go a wee bit wrong, but he, he, the fact that I'm saying, No, it just doesn't fit my, my formation. So. There's plenty of players who signed for clubs. Fucking, how many players have we had that have signed and just never been but That's played? not really something to do with
3: information. That's just people, like, people not adjusting to the culture of Scotland. Maybe just not able to play the, the way that the league goes um, and just, just can't feel. And they're just shite, though. They're, well, they're, they're just different. shite as well. <laughs> <laughs> so Scotland's just shite as well. See if,
2: nah. see if we just signed them a Bam Up. Rangers I think that's what that, it is that's, 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 ter- that's, that's terrific <laughs> that's terrific just tell us that though just come out
3: and say, listen, say listen
2: we were noising them up we just paid a wee bit extra we've already made an agreement with the boy he's going to get a few shillings over the next couple of years he's quite happy
3: but Stubbs, is, Stubbs that came out and said they were never going to sell why Why would they sell one of their great eh uh, great players to the opposition who they're trying to beat to win oh, the league and of back of course, up.
1: Of course, but why we didn't need to buy them. Firstly, your use of the word shillings was excellent. Thanks, man. I have to say. Uh, I, again, I, as I say, I don't know. The, I, the, you know, there's a, maybe a maybe he didn't bring him in who knows it doesn't really matter now ultimately uh i think what what the dial reign has has shown is is that it's not necessarily all about just having a good football and philosophy and being a good trainer it's about more than that it's about having cojones as uh as louie said um and it's also just about you know knowing how to knowing how to firstly play the media and not that he's necessarily, you know, not played it well. He's, you're always going to get a rough ride being the Celtic manager. But the media supposedly loved him. It supposedly was great. Yeah. Conversations with them and the uh,
4: the Friday before matches, they all loved him. It's just that it was an easy target
1: for them. Yeah, and if you don't really have that sort of um, experience um, of how, over- I mean, we can't ju- we can't begin to tell. Obviously, we we know we live in Glasgow, but the. Glasgow Goldfish Bowl is a thing. I mean, Celtic or you know um, Rangers players going out in town—they just attract. You know, not necessarily. I'm not necessarily saying they attract trouble. They just attract attention, and therefore every every sort of move has to really um, be considered and counted. Um, Can
2: I just make one one last point about the whole island thing? Yeah, I, It is annoying annoying me. I know G's a big fan. And he's wanted to see him. Uh, since he signed and, and I, d- I, I feel that way as well I really want to see him play and I hope he plays in the next couple of games but Celtic for me have a responsibility they have a responsibility not to waste talent and there's far too many times when we're buying players and we're not playing them and we are wasting them The their development is stalled because they've came to a big club. Now you could argue, well, they've got to make the step up and and assert themselves, but we've got a, a responsibility to try and develop these players in the right way. I agree. And and it it at the end of the day, it's it's better for Scottish football. You know, if if we weren't going to play Alan, if Alan wasn't going to become a first team player, then we should have loaned them back. Buy him if you see him as a prospect for the future, but loan him back so he can continue his development and continue to play games for the season. It it benefits Scottish football, and it benefits our image as a club. I mean, if I was a young player, you know, with uh, who wasn't a Celtic fan, would I necessarily right now want to sign for Celtic when I've watched Christie, I've watched Alan... And there's been countless before them. Go to go to the team, get the big move and not get played. It it benefits a lot of people to, to start yeah, to start being a bit more sensible bit, and, and have a bit more of a responsibility. Can you remember, to, though? We've, to been, players.
1: we've been doing that for we gen- we've been doing that I for know, decades.
2: I, I know, but I'm I'm just saying it it's something that is becoming increasingly more prevalent because we're signing players at a young age. In the hope that we can buy them cheap, there sell are, them big. Yeah, uh,
1: there, are, there are few people in this world who have a David Fernandez twelve top. There's two in this room. There's two in this room. Uh, David Fernandez was a, an, an immense talent when when he was at Livingston. He was very, very good, very technically good, good just a very good player. And it was, you know, there was a whole, you know, we need to replace Larson um, when Larson leaves. But there was also people do tend to forget that we had this idea: of, well, we need to replace Ber- um, Berk- Berkovic. We need to replace Maravchik. Um Again, we've not we've not really replaced we've not replaced either the of them.
4: Nakamura F- was the only one I would say.
1: Yeah, Nakamura. I think. But, but there was a great opportunity for Fernandez really to to be given again. And I, this is I, I, keep, I keep ranting on about this. Just let them fail. Give them the opportunity to fail. Give them the opportunity to, you know, prove they're, they're not good enough. You know what I mean? I Just play them. I pl- and if they play well, then keep playing them. Don't. That's what the frustrated the life out of us about like People would be playing, you know, three or four games and then we dropped drop for two or three and it's like, what the fuck? How many seasons that now that the development
4: squads won their league? Undefeated? But they're undefeated this season, but how many times have they won the league now in a row? It's... They've been dominating for the past 10, 15 years, but there's not much progression from the development side and the first team, even under Dyla. Um, so talking about buying players for other Scottish clubs, the biggest waste tends to be at Celtic Park. Yeah. Because there's got to be good talent there that aren't getting the chance to play well, first look team football at, look and make at the mistakes, like you said.
1: Look at Ross County and St Johnston. I think Ross County, at what? I counted at one point there was a game this season where Ross County had seven ex-Celtic players in it. St. Johnson have got maybe uh, you know three or four. You know we are fun- we are developing players for other teams <laughs> frankly yeah. and uh, it's but
2: it, but then I I think to be fair you know certainly maybe in the last 6 7 years that there has been a renewed focus from the academy in terms of the behind the scenes and having a a a different a proper structure put in place with a view to the future you're not going to get immediate results but you know we are starting i think we're starting to see and we're going to see in the next year or two a real kind of we're going to see the fruits of that i think I mean, you keep reading things. He see uh, tweets and you see articles. Uh, recently, this season, about how you know the the club, the people inside the club are quite excited by the by the young the young squads that are coming through at a number of levels, and really do believe that we're going. We've got some really really good talent coming I've held through. So many times, Ob- obvi- obviously, they're always going to say that, but. The one good thing is that that development squad that went unbeaten this year, that's a group of players who have been together. That group has been together largely for for a number of
1: years now, and they'll do really well at Motherwell. I'm telling you. See four or five years. You are so terrific. negative. Are you the new somebody? Nah. Uh, no, no. Listen, there's nothing I want to see more than you know, ten Glaswegians playing for Celtic. Teeling well, is Taylor, a great example
3: of it. Yeah, he's the one that's come through this season and is actually got better as the seasons went on and he's performed with experience yeah, and, okay, and that's just with experience and playing more games so that's a great example to the development squad going do you know what if you are good enough you will win there, and you just need
1: to take your chance exactly that's the thing but again Kieran as, as you know has been so many times in the past that came through having a, an injury crisis you know, oh, guys, right. and also the fact all we only had one, le- one left back. That's what I mean. Yeah, like so we only had one left back.
3: Every other position we've got more than probably two or three for each
1: position. I think we were saying last season that Izagiri, um he, he became overconfident because he wasn't getting challenged, and as soon as he got challenged, he lost his <laughs> place. So again, it does sum it up. Uh, Patrick Roberts, uh, you kind of touched on him briefly at the start. Sir uh, uh, Sirmani's not here to legitimately cream over him. Um, is that rude? Cream? Yes. No, I mean like in tea, milk. Fuck, as he was. Thought it was so bad. like a <laughs> cat. Like like um, he did
4: fantastically well for the, the two goals. Um, a bit quiet in the second half, but we guess yeah. Kieran mentioned the, You know, players were running away from him. Yeah. It's as if they, they were trying to. Uh, Lee Griffith was. Hashtag shut it. Hiding for the ball. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rogic as well. Nobody was going towards him to make that. That we, that we move. Um, with that as
3: well, but it also forced Shinny back. And Shinny was kind of very quiet in the game because he obviously had to deal with the um, defensive part because Roberts was just kinda going at him so he, was, he couldn't leave his position. So I think it was though. Shinny
4: as well that uh, I made a boo boo. I, think Callum a I went, just danced past him. Um, but Roberts, he's still young, he's still. Gaining fitness Every time we got the ball We were just launching it out Wide right And he's running up and down The the park He's, he's going to retire at some point. Yeah, There's the, a fear the,
1: that uh, you don't want to start relying on a 19-year-old for, for it, especially if we, you know, these Champions League qualifiers, I'll, I'll, you know. I'll, I'll, and the fact that he's not your
3: player. It's so a great, great example of development, but it's not for us, it's for uh,
1: Man City. Exactly. But yeah, the technique... Well, right, to be fair,
2: he's not, he's not really developed it's well. He's just played a couple of games.
1: I right, See, the <laughs> like, thing is, though... No, what I'm saying is we're developing him. Ah, yeah, developing yeah, whether, so whether like he stays, though, I
2: mean, I, I don't think... There's uh, necessarily do after the next
1: year after the next
3: season we will go back and. I know, and
2: but he, there seems seems to be a couple of you know Diallo saying at the weekend, Celtic need to do their Who? best to keep him. I know this gets some guy.
1: Um, they need to do their best to keep him,
2: but I mean I thought we were told it was an eighteen.
1: No, month it's deals. an eighteen month. It's an eighteen month deal, and he said he's definitely staying. Um, what I would say though, it's just his technique for those two finishes, just. The second one, um, he had a lot of time. It was a great ball by Griffiths, actually. But there was a lot, because he's running onto it, you know, there's a lot of players who would have just completely smashed that one. Or, or taking a touch. Or taking a touch. But the confidence and the way he hits the ball is just fantastic. Really well, excellent. esque I thought that. Fun-ish. I was going to Sh- say Bergkamp-esque. Well, I was right. There's actually on. a
3: picture of him with his eyes shut when he's hitting one of the strikes. So he does, he's, he's actually <laughs> run up and as he's kicking it his eyes are shut <laughs> so he just that doesn't look, look too good it looks like he's just had an open I don't know what you do when you play football, no? Uh, my eyes are over all the time placing it my eyes are over all the time
1: placing it um, <laughs> it's big <too. laughs> um, but so I so Patrick Roberts um, yeah looking like he's going to develop into a really good player and and that's the thing you know people t- I just kind of touching on there like people maybe say well he's not our player so you know why have we got him, we very rarely get to get a player who is that good, like he's he's kind of out of our, he went for £12 million, for goodness sake, like he's out of our reach, we couldn't buy him, so therefore it's good to have an opportunity to see a guy who we probably wouldn't see playing for the Hoops anyway, so it's, you know, a good opportunity.
4: Last ones like that would probably have been uh, Robbie Keane and Craig Bellamy. Craig Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy is just,
1: was... One of the best players I've
4: ever played. I watched a clip of his goals, and I forgot some of them. They were just The, the one, one at Ibrox. One one at Ibrox remember, everyone great. remembers that, obviously. but The one for the corner uh, against Dundee United at Celtic Park. Thompson played for the back post, and they just Aye. got it in the volley. Scholes-esque,
1: Scholes-esque oh. against Bradford.
4: Better that that. Ah,
1: oh, lovely. Um, but yeah, what I would say is, that. funnily enough, the, the Bellamy, the thing that always annoyed me is uh, he missed about two or three big chances against Motherwell. When we lost, when we lost the league that year, that was frustrating. He's got,
2: he's got a good, he's got a good finish, um, and over a player that he's very similar to, he's got a better finish than him, but he's not as good a dribbler yet. And d- that's uh, Paddy McQuart,
3: absolute God. legend.
4: Who he's t- named
1: after. T- turn the, uh, turn the microphone off. Let's get up, 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 the road. Did
3: you see? Have you seen the picture of him recently? Because he just signed for I don't know somebody else, random <laughs> team to ring on. The hair. The hair's out of control now. Is because he just... Uh, like,
2: is he's <laughs> probably just forgot about it.
3: Nah. He's, he's
4: always he's, looked like a dingle for Emmerdale. I'll tell you a story about... Um, some of his run... Some of
2: his runs, though. Ah, Come someone, on, Samaritan. Come yeah.
1: on. Yeah, well, well, I'll tell you one thing about Paddy McCourt. He lived in the same block of flats as my brother-in-law, Kevin, podcast guy. Um, he lived, lived in the, the same block of flats as his aunt... I think, or his, aye, his aunt, and uh, helped her move in. Oh, so see you've got some trouble. i will help you move in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not a leprechaun. I'll take that back. That's almost as bad as the Highland accents from the beginning, <laughs> some man at the beginning of the season. Uh, aye, so, yeah, terrific. Yesterday, Rogic, he's not going to have a good game every game. He's still young. He still looks unfit, though. He still looks tired. It looks like he's tired in around the 50-55 minutes. And, which I find odd because the culture in Australia like with athletes he's, he, 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 you know there's a, there's a big sort of push on athleticism and uh, cardiovascular I, but remember he, stuff.
2: He, he didn't he, he wasn't playing football from a young age in terms of full, full football you know what I mean it was more of a yeah. it was more st- uh, skills and then five
1: aside wasn't it? Yeah rather that's than, right and he, he didn't entered the Nike sort of training school yeah. and, and so. but we, we you know what you mentioned with Robertson you mentioned with uh, McGregor and Drogic is another one and Alan as well really great close control um which you know we don't always get the opportunity but now we've got an abundance of them so let's hope the new manager nice segue. uh go uh no 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 phones no phones <laughs> Alright, who designed you sign for? Luke. that is a, is that a beard? I think he looks great. Is oh,
2: yeah. that? Yeah, I think he looks fantastic. That.
1: Is that a beard? My God. Um I gave him a pound. What more do you
4: Can you speak into the microphone? Just saying, I gave Barry McCourt a pound for a cup of tea in the way you are. I found a pound
2: in the street the other day, it was great. Just like <laughs> so.
1: Joy, going to... Uh, Hard G brought biscuits but he left them in his car <laughs> so it's <laughs> <That's> breakfast tomorrow <laughs> uh, breakfast tomorrow what were they again? Uh, Foxy's custard creams or golden creams oh he's fucking teasing us only the best the favourites only the best uh, so we did a I think it was yourself Louie, who put out a tweet yesterday about Neil Lennon oh, was
2: it yeah, yeah I
1: Neil Lennon and uh, the idea of him coming back to Celtic so I'm going to go to Kieran first does that Appeal to you, Neil Lennon, being the manager of Celtic. Big fat no. Big fat no. Nah,
3: I don't. I, it's going back to me. Yeah, I, I can understand. Some people might be of the concept. Well, do you know what? He really steady the ship because he knows what's required. He was very kind of quite kind of possessive, kind of quite kind of his game plan was control. It wasn't always high pressing, but uh, you don't you don't want to always go back to me. Do you want to go forward? There must be other managers out there who can do
1: a similar job. Um, He was. He was. And people will turn around and they'll say, "Oh, Bolton didn't have any money." It it doesn't matter if there's eleven players on the pitch and they're playing terribly. You know, pitch.
3: But yeah. then he doesn't like youth because then he what did he do? He brought in good Johnson, he brought in Heskey, and he I brought in some other kind of... He probably signed fucking Heskey. To
2: be fair, I think one players. of our best players, is one of his best players at Bolton was a young boy. He'd kind the, of given a
1: chance... The midfielder. The midfielder. But again, right? I, again that's... But yeah, I mean... I mean, Neil, Neil Lennon, um, thanks, thankful for what he'd what he done in terms of football um, for us. But as you're right, I, I, very rarely does someone going back to a club... Work at, at work sometimes there's no doubt about it, but very rarely does it go back. I don't like Neil Lennon's football and philosophy. I don't rate him as a manager. Uh, he won the league, and we, you know we got to the last 60 in the Champions League, and for that I will genuinely be be always be grateful. And he will have a place, but backwards that's the exact word that is. It's a backwards step. He never developed anybody for Celtic. He left Celtic, and people need to remember he left Celtic in a fucking hole. You know. It, I mean James Forrest if 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 Neil Lennon became the manager tomorrow James Forrest would get a new contract Scott Brown would be in the team, Chris Commons would be in the team he would basically just play the team that he left when we left we would be the same fucking team and it's not what I think is the the right step for, Celt- uh, for Celtic it's not what a lot of people think G, thoughts, Lennon um,
4: I'm not a fan I don't think we're that desperate that we need to go back for him Um Thank you to the, the the tweeters for the suggestions for the the introduction today. Yeah, we'll hashtag ninety MC playlist.
1: We're thinking about doing a Spotify
4: list. It's um, great to hear Taylor Swift never ever getting back together at the start of the show, but um. I love that.
1: That's it. Are we do it, we do it, yeah, <laughs> terrific. Nice. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do a Spotify thingy, and it'll just be my music, basically. That's so fine. That's so good. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> so no, your kind of thoughts and Not No. Um, it seems to talk
4: a good game. He's a great pundit to have on because he seems to talk nice and slowly, as if he's got an idea of what he's talking about. But the football when they was at Celtic Park wasn't it that great to watch? No, it was. Boring. Apart footballs, brilliant. Being a Celtic fan's great because you get these fantastic matches throughout the season. Usually it's the European ones, but too often it was just draws. Just going to see was it turgid football was Boud Like to to say it's yeah. just it was boring.
1: I uh, don't just, fancy that again. Uh you got some of the sort of Twitter responses to that, um do you have to pull that up again?
2: I will, but I can in the meantime I can uh, Give you your thoughts. Give you my, my personal opinion if you like.
1: That would be terrific.
2: Um I was a season ticket holder under uh or during Lennon's tenure, shall we say. And Good words. It was uh, it was pretty horrendous. Uh Towards especially towards the end, that last season, um, it was the, the 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 turning up at Parkhead to watch absolute dross. garbage, um, and all the things that we wanted from Diala were the things that we didn't have previously. Obviously, it was things that we were missing. Now Diala has said this weekend, <laughs> said uh, after the game. Um, obviously, after you know winning another title, winning two titles in two years for him personally, he said, you know, results-wise we've been pretty consistent. We've only lost three games in in the league. with With the the results have been consistently good, and yet, I've, and yet, most of the season it's felt like we've been on the brink of relegation in terms of all the the scrutiny that the that the squad's been under, and. That's the thing. Lenin would give you results, but the the style of play was totally non-existent. We didn't have an identity, and you know we were crying out for that, and we were crying out for for an actual style. Obviously, these things take time to develop, um, and and that's why you kind of need managers. If you're going to get rid of, obviously Dial is leaving. You need to bring in a manager who's of a similar mind to really continue. To, if you want to see kind of free-flowing attacking football. We need someone similar, obviously someone who is better at, at de- uh, developing it and is more attuned to the defensive side of the game, mm-hmm. but we want a style of play. You can't criticise Dylah Domestically, really, obviously, cup competitions, yes, but they're a bit of a, can be a bit of a lottery anyway. Cup competition, but in terms of the league, you can't criticise him because he's won it. And although, you know, the big thing this year has been how close Aberdeen have pushed us. Right now, we're what twelve points at twelve points clear. We've won, and we still get two games to go. We could even stretch that further. You can't criticise him for that. His criticism has been, again, just like it was under Lennon, we don't have a proper style of play. And our performances during the games haven't been to the standard that we want. There is no way you're telling me that Lennon has suddenly, in the past couple of years, when, by the way, the Celtic job wasn't good enough for him, that he suddenly went away, went to, uh, you know... Bolton, where he had no money, and they were always going to be doomed to get down. That he suddenly came up with a great football and philosophy, and he's a changed man. Absolute rubbish. As a human being, he's on the front pages recently as much as he's been on the back pages. Yeah, someone that we, a figure like that.
1: I mean, that's we don't we don't want. Does
2: anywhere it? near the club. We don't want a Malky McKay either, who's yeah, been on point. the front pages of the paper. You know, if you're going to be blinded by the fact that Neil Lennon went through absolute hell as a human being and went through things that we would never wish on our worst enemies in terms of everything that happened to him, whether he was Celtic boss with the bombs and people coming on the pitch and assaulting him and all that, that's shocking. But that is not a reason to permanently think that the doors should be open to Neil Lennon, that he can stroll in whenever he wants, it's madness as a human, as a as a man, he is not ideal for us now in terms of his conduct I don't think he should be there yep. and it, obviously it's personal and we don't know all the stories but even the media attention, no, we don't want it and as a football manager there is no way he has changed significantly enough that he is a better manager than he was when he left us no way, and I and I genuinely think he would be the worst appointment we could make and I and I, I factor in people like Owen Coyle and, and Roy Keane and these people who haven't managed us we don't know what we would get but we know what we would get with Lennon and it would be more of the same and that is the last thing that I personally, as the last
1: thing I want is for Neil Lennon to be manager again. Full stop that was good, I liked that um I might just cut that and put that as the pod, is that right? That's fine. Uh Ryan Clark at Ryan Ryan Two A's NJC, he wants us to make Paddy Arian Roberts, I think. So like Aaron Robin. Uh yeah, we'll do that for you. So he's now forever and will always be known as Paddy Arian Roberts. Okay, Kieran's looking absolutely befuddled and bemused. I don't have <laughs> a clue who's happened either. Some, uh,
2: some, <laughs> some, some tweets, tweets yeah. uh, on the Lennon subject. Um, th- th- I'm just, rather than name everybody, I'm just going to try and get through some actual comments. Nope, definitely a backward step. That'll be a no. No, 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 um, Do people genuinely forget the shambles he left us with? The thought terrifies me. Um... Neil Lennon's media stuff over the last eighteen months really grates on me too. If I'm honest, Neil Lennon back as a manager is a backward step. Uh, that was Murray Boy who who gets on uh, tweets in every week. Um, no backward step, not better than uh, not better than Ronnie. So you'd be as well sticking with uh, Ronnie.
1: You made that point earlier. Uh, yep, very proud of you for that.
2: Thanks, man. Um, I'd rather keep Ronnie. Uh, no, but don't want a panic either. So don't want a, a panic bye Yeah, we we need to we need to think about it. It's a good point. Um, hope to God no walked out on us takes the soup now. Boom. That's uh, don't know what that means. <laughs> don't like Benny that. Maguire like CSC
3: The other thing I think as well is he's went down south and it's kind of spectacularly went wrong, and it's proven he's not really the greatest manager. He's wanting to come back here to try and resurrect and th- resurrect that again. He thinks that Cummins Celtic he'll easily get success he'll get silverware again and it'll look that he's a good manager for him And then go back down south again Yeah, yeah I exactly. think he wants to work in the down south and he just wants to use Celtic to kind of yeah. get
1: his uh, coat off again you've got to remember how far we were behind um, when Rangers went into liquidation and died Rangers are dead um, when Rangers went into liquidation, um, we were at one point like fifteen points yeah, behind.
3: We were half time like Kamalak. I mean, five. that had that result. Had that been a defeat, it'd been gone.
1: Yeah, and then obviously he had you know people turn around and say, "Well, Diala doesn't have Rangers. Neither did Neil Lennon." And you know, it took him three years to get into the group stages of the Champions League. So you know, I, I, Lennon is it's a, it's a no from me. Um, it's a hard no. Hard no. Hard no. RG, we've got some questions. I'll I'll bring you in. But there's a question from Tomo at JockTamsen89. Tweets quite a lot. Thanks for everyone who tweeted. We genuinely do appreciate it. Um, What players and what positions do we need to bring into the first team to show more fight and drive when chips are down? It's a really good question, but we'll probably cover that in the last last podcast or the one after the last game of the season where we have a sort of review. But still, a really good question. Thanks for getting involved. Stuart McPhee says, welcome back, Mr. Hard G. Thank you very much. Sure. So see, you you wanted, you missed, um, and also Martin was terrific last week. You need to get him on more. Um,
4: Did you see Philip Koku won the Eredivisie? Does that? There's a tweet
1: here. There's a tweet here. Um, as soon as that happened. from Paul McQueen, you couldn't
2: help but think somebody's going to say so. Paul
1: McQueen tweeted. Uh, he was the. He, it was his suggestion last week. Uh, he tweeted, uh, "What's Philip Koku ever done?" <laughs> um, so <laughs> all Ix needed to do was win. And they drew, and PSV won the league. Did you see they had the the, co-
2: the coach, the the team bus, and had, they had champions <laughs> was and all getting that. champions put
1: on it, <laughs> and then they lost They against the team have already been, already been relegated. So oh, bad, bad stuff. Um, question coming up. Um, okay, so James and jules jb at james and jules jb um our celtic at it playing us along uh until season book deadline then announcing lennon supposed to be installed on june the 1st and then he says i will credit the guy that told me if it happens they told me if it happens he is actually stephen mcmanus's uh he's related to stephen mcmanus there you go go cool. we were talking on Twitter. great defender great terrific uh, well, um very underrated i think um but yeah, so thanks for getting involved, and uh, come June the 1st, we'll... Yeah. Just, I,
2: I think, listen to everybody, don't pay up front, just uh, do it direct debit, and if he becomes a manager, <laughs> can. I can. Well, uh,
1: when's the deadline? Is it 1st of June?
2: No, it's before that.
1: Aye, that's the point, 1st of June will be after the deadline, so if you're going to have a season, to, so they'll get all their season tickets in, 29th, with the hope that it'll be...
2: Twi- 29th, I think. I think. Someone fancy. I heard that in the radio today. day. Have you not
3: renewed yet? I've not seen the renewal pack yet. I get mine another day. I've not
1: opened oh, it yet right. though. I've not opened it for a week so. Tex Williams at P Dizzle eighty eight. Love that handle, P Dizzle. P Dizzle. Uh, John Collins is leaving. Does anybody care? Not really. I like John Collins. He was a great player, um, but I think that when the manager goes, the whole management team should go. Frankly, he made a good point though that we should get someone in pretty sharpish.
4: To prepare because quite a lot of the players have gone away and the euros, here, yeah. And then uh, coming back straight into
2: Champions we, League. We were talking about this coming along the road, me and Kieran after the gym session because me, me and Kieran got the gym. Um we were talking about this. I personally think Keeln, you were of the opinion or when we were walking along the road, you said that say, they will say walking
1: along the road again. Can't call. That
2: they wouldn't they wouldn't announce it until we'd until the, the the last two games were finished, I think I, if I was Celtic, or I could I could see them if they come to an agreement with a manager announcing it before the last but before next weekend if they if they if they could get it done in the next couple of days i think they would announce see, it. If,
1: see if they have a sort of big name like a grandiose name like one that would excite fans don't announce it as soon as they've got to as soon it. as it's done because that will you know the, invigorate fans the
3: problem is we're still it seems if the board of high trout still maybe try to get Rodgers and Moyes and Rogers and Moyes are playing as a because they'd both have eyes back for Everton and Swansea each. So, until so and Swansea decide where, well, Swansea can sign a new manager and Everton decide to what get in the Martes, they the two man are still going. Hmm. Who? It's, it's a tal- caretaker a, a, manager. It's a caretaker manager, it not? Italian boy. <laughs> the one 4 one at
1: West Ham. It's been a, he's been a caretaker manager since your man left? No, they've got another guy
4: in. they got a it Spanish. No, the Italian boy.
2: Aye, it's like Gwendolyn, isn't yeah, it? I, I'm, I'm maybe not pronouncing it 100%. But um,
1: you're doing a wee ha- like like kind for of like a pasta thing, like,
2: hey, me, I know. But no, he's he's signed, he's the manager. Is he? Aye. So why has there always been this Francesco, Francesco Guidolin?
4: Gwendo- Gwendo-
2: put, put it on, look, like you know, it's is Italian football, he's not got a clue who this fella is. <laughs> I don't know it at my time. For he it was at
1: no. like Udinese. Good. I didn't know he'd been appointed, is my point. Know. That's all I'm Shh. saying, and neither did Keiran. Hey, Swans, so, what does really have? A football
2: <laughs> manager, right? I, 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 don't, I don't understand. What's, what's going on
1: with your hair right now?
2: It's been under a hat. <laughs> what's going on with your napper? It's, you Why put at, we'll get that up in the Twitter. <laughs> See okay. what folks think. Okay. I've, we've got a new poll.
1: Whose hair's worse, Louis or Chris's? It's a draw. Uh,
2: oh, Jesus. <laughs> shit! <laughs> so what is still yeah. near the electricals? Yeah, electrical. okay, watch your router. Move that. Fucking sucker. It's <laughs> positive.
1: Right, so Chris just... Uh, c- c- listen, c- we don't... Over well, a
3: well,
2: get a off the
1: door. Uh, once, Can you get it? I'll get it, right. Oh, jeez. So
2: right, I'll keep talking. <laughs> um, aye. So, I don't understand the whole thing with, it, with with Swansea because people keep saying that, how Brendan Rodgers, you know, he's waiting for Swansea. But I didn't... I thought they'd done all right. Their, their, their recent results, I thought, have been, well, been quite Well, must decent. have come
3: in within the last couple of months. He didn't start the season
2: with him. No, he didn't. He didn't start the season, but he's de- he's been there for months. Gary Monk,
1: remember Gary Monk started the season. I and they had the, the
2: old boy for Swansea that was was the caretaker, and
1: then they hired him. Anyway, okay, fair enough. But, but, but Keon's point is, he's uh, the Moyes and Rogers are using us as a bargaining chip. Right, good point. Rogers
4: was at the was the Belfast Marathon. Yeah, that's right. But he specifically spoke about Celtic and saying
1: how great a club they were. And see, like yeah, that. I think that's him just sort of being uh, paying his respect because I think he does think. I just don't think he wants to manage in Scotland, which is fair enough. He's his best price fifteen to
2: eight with Paddy Power. Next is Neil Lennon forty one. Um, then Roy Keane five to one, whose prices came down significantly. What have you been
3: suspended? There's betting on a Celtic manager. Nope.
2: Paul Lambert's next, and then Davy Moyes has now drifted from being favourite um, to now twelve to one.
1: Uh, okay, so like we've got some questions. Oh, as a as a Gwery fanboy just tweeted as he's going, and he's got the wee sad emoticons and his heartbreak mocons. We're really sorry for you, Cameron. That's really disappointing. Sorry. But we we gave him some uh, some dues at the start of the show and we we respect him as a player. Uh this is for um uh, Hard G. Would Griffiths this is from Chris at Chris Lynch two six oh one would Griffiths, Griffiths suit playing in a front two next season? Uh depending on the style of manager, of course. Uh thoughts on that? I think we need another striker.
4: Um, Griffiths is decent, but he seems to tire tired towards the end of games and He runs himself into the
1: ground making silly runs though I know, that. I, I know I agree with it I agree with it. that's my point I think he's he's a terrific goal scorer but he's maybe not the most intelligent in terms of you know knowing when to run and knowing not, not to you know
4: we were talking on the whatsapp group about breakaway goals and scoring the counter attack there was a time that one of the, that during the game at the weekend there we were making a, a run forward and I think it was Callum McGregor was running through the middle And he was running towards Griffiths, as if expecting Griffiths to make a dart and run in behind the two uh, centre-backs. But he kept pulling wide to the left. Eventually got it. I think he nutmegged the the guy and he almost scored. But you would think a striker, hopefully with a wee bit of pace, would be making that dart and run either to create space or get in behind and score a goal. He wastes a lot of energy with those silly runs.
1: Yeah, and I think that's something that maybe having a strike partner... You know, might be able. You know, I know we talked about Rosenberg and stuff. Maybe a guy used to sit down and say, do you know what? You don't actually always have to run at full pelt for ninety minutes because you're not going to last for ninety minutes." So see, when I do this, why don't? And that's the one. That is one positive of of being a striker. You know, the, the old adage off. Oh, we've got two up front. We'll score more goals. That's not. That's not how it works. But, but then, if if you
2: look at, I mean, the there will be a number of teams that will try and emulate I'm it mesmerized next. by your hair. I'm so. absolutely mesmerized. Uh, there'll be a number of teams next year that will try and emulate it obviously because of the success this year. But Leicester played with a 442 this year. Pretty much, you know, doesn't happen and, and wasn't a, a, a feature of certainly that league. Um, previously in previous years uh, in, in recent times and yet they played a 4 442. But they didn't have a real strike partnership. Vardy and then... Uh, that o- is. No, Okusaki Oh, you're him. talking about the thing, yeah. O- o- the, he has, he has b- bundles of uh, energy. He gets about that pitch, you know, and, and, and really kind of break th- breaks things up. Win- not Ooh. in a kind of defensive midfielder way, but he, he can win the ball and, and start things high up the pitch. It Griffiths would, would
4: have it would
2: always come off in the 60th minute as well, that Okazaki. Uh, bit, I mean, Vardy, I think Griffiths would have to be your Vardy playing the, the shoulder of the, the defender. It, I wonder who would play in that role. I don't think because we i do anyone. It, eh? I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we do, no. I don't think, you know, it's not a number 10. It's somebody who's got to have a bit a bit more energy a bit m- and a bit more dig in them. And I don't think we have that. A lot of people would probably previously have said Commons, obviously. because <coughs> Because he's shooting he's ability, shooting. but Nadia,
1: he's not getting energy. the energy. He's not getting energy for it. Who? Um, the See, the thing is, people will look at Leicester and be like, uh, oh, why don't we do that? And, you know, I can understand that. It's a natural thingy. Leicester have 34% of possession on average, I think. I think it's 34, between 34 and 36, right? Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, they're a counter attacking inside. That's why I think they're actually not going to do too badly in the Champions League. Right? Firstly. Because they're basically not having to change their style. They will literally just do what they've been doing and it'll be successful. Celtic can't do that because people sit in. So, people looking at Leicester say, you know, why don't we play like that? We can play like that in Europe, certainly, of course, but we can't play like that in Scotland because people are smart enough and savvy enough to go, well, we'll just sit here and if they, we'll, hit, we'll do a Leicester to Celtic because we'll only have 40% possession, but we'll still hit them in the counter. So, Leicester's almost a red herring for us because... But the idea of playing 4-4-2, listen, see, at this point, I'm open to... I don't care about formations. I just want the team to be playing good football and successful football, which is hard to marry up. But there you go. Uh, Kieran, uh, also, this is from Chris, uh, Logan Bailey, how strong was his hair game on Sunday?
3: Pretty decent. It was um, not quite the full ponytail. It was just a wee bit of a ponytail.
1: Yeah, he is. He is. He's the. He's a hipster. Yeah, That's he certainly is. Hip, hipster personified.
3: Uh it's a shame he doesn't get a lot of game time. I'd like to see a bit more of him, because he's quite a big, strong, commanding lad, and... I can have his played. He's I has mean, he even had half a dozen games for us this season? I don't think so. Um, but but yeah. when you've got Gordon goals you kinda You can't complain. Uh, question from uh, Mark before we go further I actually had a wee name propped up about twenty minutes ago. James Forrest, did he appear after the game? I don't think I've seen him No, I, I did not see you know, him. The there. Commons was there. I seen Commons come out, I've seen Casimus come out with his wee boy. Um and I don't think I've seen Forrest. Boyatt came down as well, um, so I don't think he appeared at all, so I didn't know if he was there. Uh, there you go. John Terry's at uh,
2: Bromby tonight. At Bromby? What does What do you mean? Possibly signing. John the, the
1: team that Dial has been linked to? John Terry? John Terry. Well, obviously... The, you know, the big link this week was he was going to the MLS.
2: I know you'd think that, but I don't know, there's a lot of tweets...
4: Well, he got
1: sent off, so he miss books. the next
4: game, that's his last game for Chelsea, is it
1: not? But there, there was rumours that he was going to sign a new deal, that Conte, because if you think about Conte um, coming in saying, well, you know, you know, keep the kind of elders, elder statesmen. Um, unless he's just y- y- t- Maybe it to every sees, weekend, there to
2: see someone, people are putting two and two together. It's a lovely city, probably yeah. from what I'm allowed to believe. There are a lot of talk on uh, Twitter as well tonight about, um, apparently, you know, as it's been with quite a few people, apparently... Roy is getting the job and Martin O'Neill's getting in as director of football.
3: I heard that
1: as well, yeah. So we'll do this supposed investment coming from Ireland uh, as yeah, well? Yeah. The There's going to be rumours flying all over the place and so uh, here's a question from Callum Mac, uh, McClue. Sorry, I don't know if I, I probably mispronounced your name. Um at C M C C M C U L L A G H ninety two. This is for Ciarán. Do you think having so many attacking left-footed players makes the team unbalanced, or is that kind of irrelevant overall?
3: Uh, yes, I can do. Because um, we don't simply play wide-wingers, so your left-footers don't play in the left, they play in the right, and obviously they're expected to come in and shoot. Um, if they're playing in the middle, I don't like single-footed people in the middle. I think that's just... It's just uh, frustrating because... If obviously they get the ball on the right hand side, they have to switch over. So they have to. If, if, if Mulgrew, they have to do the B turn to get round. He shuffles around on his left foot. again. Him. He actually done it. He did the wow. shuffle. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I haven't done that. Um, to then get it on the, the left foot. I mean, some. There's. I'm trying to think who it is. There's some players who can't even play a simple pass with a. With Mulgrew. Charlie Mulgrew is
1: one of them. Like, see, his right foot. He can't.
3: He oh, has, uh, he has um, to do the sort of one-legged turn right, round or some, somebody else. But if you can't even play a simple pass with your right foot, I mean. Should, that should be one thing as well, train Train to strengthen up your weaker foot So yeah. that you could get to a, a, a level Where you could possibly play with, with two feet um, But yeah Two many left I think it's also the same with defence I think a few of the defenders I think Yozo's left footed will grow I think Sviachenko at times plays on the left It's
1: Boyata left footed
3: Boyata always plays on the right and Eiffel always plays on the right hand side and the rest of them. So it's a very, very left-footed team. But
1: yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: I mean, you got. That I means you get too much for one side and not enough for the other side. But you, you kind of want a
1: even balance. Yeah. Um. Lou McCaffrey. Uh, year. This is from Stuart Graham at StuRev. A McGregor, Henderson, Allen, Christie, Armstrong. Strong group, but can any of them be a true, complete central midfielder, a la Lambert? Well, we don't really know that much about A year. Um, from what? Um, Christian was saying he's maybe not as developed, don't know where he's going to play That's Yeah, so
2: I think, I think he's there's been kind of comparisons made with, with a kind of role with, in Beton's role type thing because he's a bit of a kind of, he's in that kind of middle ground he, he's played in defence but you know, he's He's also played midfield. Not quite sure. So I, I think even Christian said when he was on talking about him that defensive midfielder is probably where his his future lies. Yeah. Um, which would be fine. But I, I mean, th- the names that he said there for any manager coming in, you've got a lot of great young talent there. Obviously, you need to you you need to supplement it with some experienced players and and some some real quality as well. Obviously but there is there is proper good young players there that you, hopefully you can develop a team from that, keep them together and develop a team from that for the next, you know, six, seven years.
1: Exactly, exactly I fully agree with you. Um, Jim at JS Patterson, uh, We think we've kind of covered this, but I'll just give him a, his props for sending a message. Uh, how important will Patrick Roberts be next season? I think we'll all agree that he'll be a key player for us. Um, also, and again, this is something we might touch on, but I'll, I'll ask you this. Is his first goal on Sunday one of the goals of the... What, the real goal of the season?
4: The only oh. one I can think that can touch it maybe
1: be score, though. Roger should come up. Roger can score this season. But, but, okay. aye. but, you know, yeah. Aye. We'll, again, what we'll do is the next couple of weeks we'll start, you know, having these... We'll even do some Twitter polls and see what other people's opinions are. Uh, Derek at the boy Mo's uh, always tweets, thanks for tweeting, man. Did the way we actually get over the line and wrap the title up not just about sum up the, this team and this season? I think we're all nodding agreement, absolutely. Um, yeah, the celebrations were a bit lackluster. D- yeah, they weren't, they weren't. Exactly did you
3: sick? wait for them to
4: go all the way around the park I to know, that's get to right you? I, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them a bigger applause. Wasn't it? I showed them. Um, um,
3: but it just seems if um, they kind of won it and then they their t-shirts on, their photo, and walks walks around and it's... Was that's, well, that's probably like what we're at just now. I mean, there's. Yeah, doesn't I really think it get severe. I don't know what could run course, but.
1: You made the point earlier, Kieran, that I think everyone just wants this season over. Yeah. Frankly, which is a sad state of affairs, but. What it we're is what is. run this podcast over, I don't know. Funnily enough, that's us at 1 hour and 29 minutes and 47 seconds and 48 seconds and 49. And I could go on, it would be hilarious. Uh, Lou McCaffrey, as always.
2: As always. Pleasure. I've been terrific. I think you guys have been excellent oh, Thanks very much I think it's been another good podcast I hope people don't take anything we said the wrong way We've all been cringy We are cringy people But I think it's been great
1: Apparently I'm toe <laughs> so, And I agree with that My voice is really uh, Terrific uh, Hard G, welcome back We want to see you more next season Thank you very much I'd uh, love to come back I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, good great, great stuff As always, Harpoon The, the freight train. The, train the freight train Yes, I have Yes, I have. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you, you took your time there, and you still fucked <laughs> up. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at ninety minutes cynic, uh, Facebook dot com slash ninety minutes cynic, the website itself ninety minutes cynic dot com. Um, Coming to the end of the season, so we will have some more polls, Louis and Keith and. You know, occasionally Brian doing great stuff with the Twitter as well get involved
2: also maybe give us a wee shout as to whether you want any podcast during the Euros if, yeah. if that's something you'd be interested in let us know or if you just want us if you want a bit of peace oh, a bit of peace a bit of peace and quiet until the season starts again I week.
1: think that we're going to you know we have become very Celtic centric only talking about Celtic which some people really like and some people maybe not so much so I think next season we'll, we're maybe looking at bringing in getting back to the old way
4: Well we've got the Totti podcast coming up just to see how wonderful the, the guy's been chris him. armani will be
1: presenting that uh and he will be flanked by Harji. yep uh but yeah yeah so if, if you are interested if you do want us to do a euros podcast we're more than happy to i just don't know if there's an appetite for it if there is an appetite for it just tweet us and let us know and well you know we'll, we'll certainly set that up um as, thanks for listening as always and thanks for taking the time to tweet uh, speaker.com slash the 90 cynic. we're also part of Hill Hill Media Group um, you can just search for that on the speaker app and it comes up um, I've been Chris Gallagher and we'll speak to you down the road
0: I want to start from the top maybe like a do over Replace the voices in my head with blind us. I want a complete redo, maybe change my name, report the losses, grab the claim. If the shame, is such a shame, we're pissing away our time, cause we're pissing monumental moment ever came from saying, come on, dude, just take one more shot. Try to, try to forget that your bones will dismantle and the dreams you had, they'll come- I could just move away or go extinct like Triceratops But I love loving watching movies Sitting back and also breathing My family and friends would be crushed But is it enough? Oh, no, it's not enough. oh the future freaks me out But I guess I could just curl up in a ball and then Try to, try to forget That your bones would have so and the dreams The life was surely hard.